Until he was four years old, James Henry Trotter had a happy life. He lived peacefully with his mother and father in a beautiful house beside the sea. There were always plenty of other children for him to play with. And there was the sandy beach for him to run about on and the ocean to paddle in. It was the perfect life for a small boy. But then the perfect life ended. He is now living with his cruel aunts and lamenting the days gone by. And possibly he told his story to Roald Dahl, who in turn wrote an entire book on it. And Lina and I decided to talk about that book to you today. Welcome to the Bookby Bully podcast. And welcome aboard, Lina. Hello, my name is Lina. I study in grade 5 Shikshanta school. I like to play badminton. I like to do arts. But what I love most of all is reading. Reading takes me on a whole new adventure. It helps me explore all the worlds I have never been to. It gives me new ideas. Lately, I've been reading Mary Pop Osborne and Roald Hell books. When I first read this book, I felt that I'm reading a spin-off from Jack and the Beanstalk. Can you draw the parallel between the stories, at least the initial portions? In both the stories, the authors have a wild and funny imagination, which makes the plot interesting. In both the stories, the the main characters are fearful and poor. In James's story, James was fearful of his aunts who were ghastly hags. And in Jack's story, Jack was fearful of the ogre because he likes to eat children. And thirdly, in both the stories, there was something gigantic. In James's story, there was a gigantic peach which led him to his new and peculiar friends. And in Jack's story, there was a gigantic beanstalk, which led him to the castle on top. James Henry Trotter lives with two ghastly hags. And that's Dahl's way of describing his aunts. Aunt Sponge is enormously fat with a face that looks boiled, and Aunt Spiker is bony and screeching. Dahl's words, not mine. How did you find the ants? And did you think they got their just desserts? I found the ants quite overpowering, brutal and savage. They were self-centered, but not in the good way. And they were harsh and bossy with James. And I don't think they got their just desserts. Because when the peach got bigger and bigger and bigger, tons of people gathered around to see the peach. Even helicopters came. There was a huge crowd. But when after some time, they had gathered a lot of money, not so much, but they had gathered some money, and then the peach went tumbling down the mountain and right into the sea. And all the crowd and the helicopters had left them alone with some money to spare. 
Roald Dahl was originally going to write about a giant cherry, but he changed it to James and the Giant Peach because a peach is prettier, bigger, and squishier than a cherry. Tell me, Lila, if you had written this book, which fruit would you have chosen, and why? It would be quite interesting to think about a cherry instead of a peach. But cherries grow in bunches. So in one cherry there would be the grasshopper, in the other cherry there would be the ladybug, in the other the centipede, in the other the late I mean the spider. And in the other the glowworm, in the other the silkworm, in the other James himself. And when they swam right in the middle of an army of sharks, then, and they thought of the idea of flying and making earthworm as bait, then I don't know how they would have pulled this off because they were all in different cherries and how they would plan it. But who knows if even if they did do it, they were, and even if they were flying, and imagine when they see when they were finally when they were finally flying and one of the cherry stick broke and one of the team member fell down and imagine if it would be the earthworm the seagulls were after the earthworm but now the earthworm fell down so imagine if the uh, about the other team members because they were flying because of the seagull only. Seagulls only. And that is a whole new adventure. Now this is making my decision quite hard. But as Rodel said, the peach is a lot more squishier, prettier, yummier. I think I would choose the peach because they are all together. And then James takes off on his adventure and he soon learns that within that gigantic beach are some extremely large and peculiar new friends and soon his drab and dreary world takes on a whole new light. We are now about to visit the most marvelous places and see the most wonderful things. Which one was your favorite adventure? My favorite adventure was when the peach went tumbling down the mountain and dived into the sea and then they were and i think it's already insanely crazy that inside the peach there were life-size insects who could talk and they were with a human being that is already crazy and next thing is even more crazier they swam right in the middle of an army of sharks and they thought they have done, the sharks have done tons of damage from underneath the beach. Then they thought of the idea of flying from seagulls. I imagine how many seagulls it would take to even fly. And they were going to lure the seagulls by making the earthworm as bait. That is really risky. But I think it's a risk worth to be taken. You know, Lina, Rohal Dahl has not only written for children, he's written for adults as well. However, the books that he's written have 
a little darker humor and they are well let's face it they are macabre and we at Bombay Bully would not want to recommend those books to children that is the entire idea what do you think we are about Bookbibuli is a platform where children come and share their review of the book they have read. Parents and children decide if they should read this book or not. Sometimes children face difficulties or obstacles in deciding whether this book is a appropriate for us whether this book is interesting what is the book about book bibuli helps in solving all such questions oh by the way has you watched the movie it was whimsical and visually appealing even if it did deviate from the source material in parts but frankly When is a movie ever as good as a book? No, I have not watched the movie. But in my opinion, the movie must not be as appealing as the book is. Because the way Roald Dahl has used the words, the way the language he has used and my imagination combined with it that is simply mind blowing and that is something i cannot compare with the movie the movie i just see it i don't imagine the book is at at a lot of times four different people exclaiming about the same thing or they pick up pointlessly about the same things But these conversations were funny. Could you relate one conversation to our listeners? When the time came when earthworm was said to be the bait to lure the seagulls in, the earthworm went completely bonkers. James, how can you even suggest this kind of idea? Are you crazy? Do you want me to die? What do you want from me? I am not going to do this. I refuse. I am not doing this. No, uh, uh, not happening. I refuse. Then the centipede interferes. My dear friend, Earth, Earthworm, would you rather die from seagulls or would you rather die from sharks? Now you tell me and decide quick. But, but, I refuse. it's completely refused i refuse this is unfair i refuse but then autumn starts thinking do i die from seagulls or do i die from you then he replies but i am blind if if i do this then how will i come down i can't even see when the seagull eats me then james replies that autumn grasshopper and ladybug will pull you down as soon as i shout out that they have to and you i promise you that you will not even get hurt the tiniest bit so like 
tell me which was the favorite part of the book my favorite part of the book was when all the adventure was over and then they had landed in new york city peacefully and safely and all of them were healthy and wealthy and fine the uh the peach which had landed in central park had become a monument and in the monument lived james henry trotter himself and james and james used to have hundreds of children as visitors every day to listen to his stories and that is my favorite part of the You know, I think the genius of Roald Dahl was in creating fictional worlds, fictional worlds, and crazy, unbelievable plots. Which other book did you like by him, and why? The other book that I enjoyed by Roald Dahl, other than James and the Giant Peach, is George's Marvelous Medicine. It has great humor and there is so much excitement to flip the pages and I think the cover page itself is very attractive and tells what is coming your way. Tell me Lina, would you like to recommend this book to any of your classmates? And if yes, then why? I would recommend this book to any of my classmates because this has great humor. It has amazing catch lines too and this is a book about adventure and I would recommend this book someone to especially who loves extremely crazy things. And this is an amazing book which has ordinary creatures. Thank you Lina for being with us today. Thank you Book Bibuli for having me here. It was certainly an amazing time discussing with you my favorite book. I hope that everybody who is listening to me will read this book cuz I don't want anyone to miss out on the fun that Rodal has created in this book. So there children, this is Dal's spin-off for Jack and the Magic Beanstalk. Stranger gives some magic beans to James, witnesses a peach growing gigantic. He discovers a number of other creatures that have reacted with the beans, including a grasshopper, an earthworm, and a ladybug. An adventure begins. Sail away on the giant beach in this delightful story of a boy finding friends in unusual ways and in astonishing While not as interesting as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, James and the Giant Peach has its high points, as explained by Lina. And like Dal would say, there are a whole lot of things in this world of ours you haven't started wondering about yet. So wander on, and now it's time for Book Bibuli Read Record. The reading competency required for this book is four: a basic knowledge of English language. The sheer ridiculousness of the story can excite the imagination of any child. You can possibly finish it in 2 to 3 days. And of course it can be read with breaks. The genre is adventure, fantasy and fiction. It will be a natural extension to a reading trajectory which already has BFG 
The Magic Finger and the Twits by the same author. If you'll notice, Dahl's children works are usually told from the point of view of a child. They typically involve adulthood villains who hate and mistreat children. Dahl's books see the triumph of the child. Children's book critic Amanda Craig said he was unequivocal that it is the good, young and kind who triumph over the old, greedy and the wicked. So once you've read this, you're ready for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by the same author. All the best and happy reading.